This week on Inside Motorsport, we see the Nissan Altima launched in V8 supercars and also the Abu Dhabi Formula One Grand Prix, along with the V8s on the support card. I hope you'll stay with us. First off to Abu Dhabi, where it has been Kimi Raikkonen's first win since his return to the Formula One circus, and he was no doubt extremely happy with the result, although his colourful language indicated that he thinks it was about time. I was really hoping to have it uh, or win it before already, but uh, I mean, like I said, I'm happy, but there's nothing to jump uh, jump around about, and uh, we, we still have a few races to go and try to do the same again, and uh, uh, for sure we're going to have a good party today, and uh, hopefully tomorrow when we are feeling bad uh, after the after long night, uh, we will remember that we, uh, why, we, why we feel like that, so... Uh, last time you guys was giving me shit because I didn't really smile enough, so... Maybe this time again, but I mean, I'm very happy for the team and uh, for myself, but mainly for the team. Uh, it's been a hard season for, for the team and uh, not the easy times lately. Um, hopefully this gives a bit more belief, uh, not just for the guys uh, making the, all the work, but also for the guys who runs the team. So uh, I hope this can turn around the tables and uh, give us uh, many more good races and uh, wins, um, if not this year, then next year again. Uh, but I'm just happy for, for everybody in the team. Fernando Alonso managed to finish in second place, gaining some more solid points on championship leader Sebastian Vettel. We were uh, not super competitive this weekend. We started in 7-6 uh, at the end with uh, Sebastian penalty, so we had to fight all through the race, the first lap, some good overtakings, and then uh, a very good strategy that uh, gave us the possibility to fight until the end for the victory. In the last couple of laps, Kimi was a little bit slower, so we attacked, but... Uh, uh, second, I think, was the maximum today, starting six, so perfect Sunday again for us, and we keep fighting until the end. The drive of the race, and many are saying the drive of his career, went to Sebastian Vettel, who started from the pit lane and drove his way up onto the podium to finish in third. After the first couple laps, uh, obviously that, that target was drifting a little bit away. I had a messy start to the race, obviously it's quite difficult in the back, I wanted to get through the cars as quickly as I could damage my front wing and then in the safety car um, yeah I had a little bit of a big mistake with uh, Daniel I think um, who was stopping his car on the straights and I was very surprised to turn to the right and uh, if it would have been 50 meters earlier 50 meters later I wouldn't have uh, damaged my front wing further but uh, after that yeah I said to myself uh, yeah either we go uh, full attack or nothing so um, that's what we did and I had a fantastic race. I enjoyed it a lot. Obviously a safety car here and there was helping the second one. Um, and after in the end, it was a nice fight with Jensen. He was difficult to pass. I think uh, it was, uh, I expected to yeah, have a little bit easier time um, because obviously I was uh, passing a bit slower cars before and uh, with him I was really struggling, but then I just squeezed my way past into turn 11, which was nice. He was very fair. But um, for sure, as you said, it was a thrilling Grand Prix up and down all the time. The series now moves to the brand new circuit at Austin, Texas. 
The V8 supercars were also on the support category at the Esmerina circuit. And whilst much criticism has come from the three 12-lap races, it was no doubt about the winner, Jamie Wincup, who qualified on second place on the grid on all three races, drove to the first corner and took the lead from there in each of the outings. He's gone on to take a solid position in the championship. Uh, three from three this weekend, um, awesome achievement. Uh, racked up a Holden's 100th win and uh, as I said on the podium, um, big shout out to uh, everyone at uh, Vodafone Australia who have had a pretty tough uh, last week. Um, yeah, we'd like to dedicate this one to you. And uh, fly home tonight. Looking forward to uh, having a bit of a rest, recovering um, for Winton in two weeks' time. And Winton's going to be a bit of a shock. Believe it or not, we come to the from the, we go from the richest track in the world um, to a, a tight, twisty track at Winton. So. And finally, Todd Kelly took his Nissan Altima out onto the circuit for its shakedown run at Calder Park. Kelly spoke to Chris Jordan about the experience of getting the Nissan onto the track for the first time ahead of next year's racing launch at the Clipsal 500. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to get too emotional about the whole project. Um, we've been so busy getting the, the car built and then we've been focused on getting the car uh, assembled and ready for the launch and then from the launch we've been flat out getting the car ready for uh, the shakedown today so I haven't had time to sit back and think gee that that's an awesome result but the car ran amazing today um i jumped in and had the very first uh three laps in the car and yeah when i went out onto the track and you know put my foot on the clutch and knocked it into gear and drove out and uh warmed the tires up and then after a lap stood on the throttle and felt and heard the engine come alive and leave two big black marks down the straight as it drove off it was it was unreal um that was the first point where I thought, shit, this is this is pretty impressive project, and uh, yeah, got a bit emotional driving the car around, and then got to stand on the pit wall and watch it come past for the rest of the day. So it's pretty cool. I uh, can't wait to get back there and go over all the data that we've got from today and uh, put everything into production now and get the rest of the cars built. Uh, so in terms of today, yeah, there was that the early uh, lap where everyone was pretty pleased to see you get that that first moment in the car, and then after that, you you moved pretty quickly into some some uh, aerodynamic sort of work. So uh, you you weren't really hanging around; you got straight into the work. Yeah, because of the weather yesterday, um, we had to move the shakedown till today, and the the conditions were really perfect here. But we could only get onto the circuit between. Uh, nine and or eight thirty and twelve so we had to get a huge amount of work done and we uh actually got absolutely everything done that we needed to and we were finished at eleven fifty eight. so it worked out spot on and uh yeah couldn't really afford to waste any time luckily the car ran absolutely faultlessly we didn't really have to well we didn't have to touch the car at all uh which is amazing for its first run we just got through all of our testing items and uh, stuck it back in the truck uh you've been driving commodores your whole career um, is there any differences from inside the cockpit that you see or I guess some of those differences come about through the Car of the Future rules as well but uh, what's it like to drive I guess because a lot of people see the look of it and think wow this looks a bit different is there any difference in the driving? Well the cars you know test trim so there's no brake ducts or a lot of the um, specification that we'd race with that isn't actually what's in the car a lot of the susp- uh, suspension is different as well so I didn't really tip it into a corner uh, to feel what the car 
would do and I've only got one arm at the moment <laughs> to steer the thing so um, as far as what it feels like it's just more about the look of the car the transaxle and the gear the gearbox feels a lot different the throttle uh, throw and response feels a bit different and obviously the engine but uh, that is good it's good uh, to jump in that's really the most different car I've driven in the last well since I raced open wheelers Finally, from here, we're watching the Altima get loaded into the Jack Daniels transporter at the moment. What happens from here? you obviously got a lot of information you want to go through from today, but uh, what's the process going here? Is, does the car run again between now and the, uh, the homologation process, or is it full steam ahead on aero testing at the moment? Well, we go back and uh, decipher all the data, which is probably a good... Uh, day and a half's work to actually get any results out of what we've just done on the track. Uh, we've only got a few days now just to put the, f the final touches on the car that V8s have requested us to do, just a little things like a couple of infill panels underneath the bonnet and put some bonnet seals and bits and pieces like that on the car for the aero test and then we've actually got to hand the car over to V8 Supercars early next week. So um, come uh, next Tuesday that'll actually be the last we see of the car till we get to the aero test. Uh, so it'll be full steam on productionising all the parts that we've made so far that we can do um, and get a head start on that. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.